This episode of The Gavel and the Gabble is brought to you by Audible. Audible is a monthly subscription service that gives you access to the world's largest selection of audiobooks, including bestsellers and brand new releases. Audible are offering listeners to this podcast one free audiobook of your choice. It's yours to keep, even if you cancel. That's not all, because with the 30-day free trial, you can enjoy unlimited listening to the Plus catalogue, which has thousands of Audible originals, podcasts and select audio books. After your free trial, it's just £7.99 a month. You'll get one audiobook each month and continue to have unlimited access to the Plus catalogue. Now, that sounds great, Harry. It also works on mobile devices, renews automatically, and you can cancel easily at any time. To get a free audiobook on us and a 30-day free Audible trial, just click on our exclusive link in the episode description. Welcome back to The Gavel and the Gabble. It's me, Harry, at Windsor Auctions, and I am joined by... It's me, Simon, in beautiful, 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 sunny Devon. And I must apologise to our listener um, if they do decide to look at our Instagram. My hair's all over the place, Harry. All over the place. I've just come out of the sea. Okay, here we go. I think I've actually got a bit of seaweed. Is that seaweed? I no. I... You're just going. You're going. You're going grey, dear. I'm going. Going very grey. Simon is a beach bum in the summer and uh, sits on the beach down in Devon. And I and am not, not envious. <laughs> Harry is not <laughs> a this, beach bum. I am. Not, yeah, I'm not designed for that. Uh, apologies to all our listeners that we didn't have an episode out last uh, week. We've been busy working. It was Harry's fault. We've been busy working. It's not, we haven't been busy working at all. Uh, I took a couple of days off because I was very lucky and had a treat and went to Royal Ascot. Uh, based in Windsor as we are, uh, Royal Ascot is a big thing on the local calendar. Big festival. Yeah, so I went there for a couple of days and we just couldn't get our acts together, frankly. That's true. We couldn't drag old James Bondo down in Devon off the uh, off the beach for long enough. Um, and I was too busy trying to work out how to lose money on horses. So it was all good fun. How was it? How, how was Ascot? Right, there were two things. One, it was really good fun. Um, I went with my uh, family and friends. Lots of people meet like once or twice a year, I think and meet at at the races there. And it's great fun for a catch-up. And so lots of people that we've known for, or even went to school with, that sort of stuff. So it's really good fun. That was great. I have to take my hats off. Tributes to uh, Ascot Racecourse, because I think yesterday there were 65,000 people there or something. It's a lot of folk, and they put on a really good uh, really good date. No matter what enclosure, there are different grades of uh, enclosure uh, to be in, uh, to, depending on what money you've got in your pocket or what you're lucky to be invited to. And they put on a really good spread across the board. Uh, horses really, really well looked after. And uh, yeah, it was good. Yeah, really good fun. Really good fun. But yeah, sorry, I didn't get around to a, coming to, well, talking to you. Is this a bad time to mention that I've got a, a silver horse's hoof inkwell in the next sale? Uh, no, because I believe, <laughs> I believe, because I've got one too, I, I believe uh, that that happens after the horse has passed away as a tribute to your favourite steed. Mm. You don't chop. You don't chop the hoof off mid race. Mid not mid race. Midlife or mid race. Yeah. 
So thanks oh, for that. Yeah, keeping it nice and light and fluffy. Keep it nice and light. So both Windsor and Lion Bay, if you're looking for a horse's foot uh, embossed in silver uh, as an inkwell, well, we've got it covered. Ink's making a comeback, isn't it? Let's face it. The days of these computers I and the rest so. of it. Yeah, handwriting's way forward. Tell me, how was your week? What have you been up to? Because we're both getting catalogues ready. Well, mine's actually online now. Uh, at the time of recording, yeah. Uh, I have lost a key member of staff who also went to Ascot, funnily enough. I don't know what's going on. Everybody seems to be invited to this party but me, but there you go. So Mark, uh, one of our chief catalogers, he was at Ascot as well. So we're a bit behind, I have to say. But we've got some interesting bits going into our catalogue, the horse's hoof being one of them, and a few other bits and pieces. We've got some nice silver We did an interesting clearance in the countryside this week, whereby Old Thatch Cottage in the middle of nowhere, down a country lane, looked for all the world like we were going to find some lovely, interesting pieces. The auction team went through the house on behalf of the solicitors and the estate. Nothing. No silver, no gold, no pictures, no china, no glass, no nothing. Very disappointing. So we then decided, well, we might as well, there's a garage attached to this next to a stable. The garage door is open and seems to be permanently open and broken. You know, one of those up and over doors. Mm -hmm. Went in there, found a dresser that was full of shredded paper and mouse droppings and it was hideous. There's all the family silver in the garage. In a garage with the open door. With the open door. Well, I mean, mice mice are big collectors of silver. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Literally, this silver is as black as coal. You've never seen, well, I'm I'm sure you have, but you you know how silver oxidizes and, you know, all the rest. This stuff is so black, we are actually going to, for once, have to polish it to put it, otherwise people will assume we're selling blocks of coal. Ah. But, yeah. Oh, you'll be you'll be ringing my mother-in-law for her secret exactly. recipe. Exactly. Where is mother-in-law when I need her? Could you send her to Devon? <laughs> send her to Devon. I've got a big job for her. Quite, yeah, quite happily. I think she'd be delighted to go. Brenda would be delighted to pack her bags for a week in uh, Devon yep. polishing silver. She'd love that. Brenda, we need you. And there's a bag of fish and chips on Lime Regis Seafront when you're finished, <laughs> which will be about two weeks time i would imagine so but yeah how weird is that all of the good stuff in an open just goes to show you never can judge a book can you you've got to check absolutely everything and everywhere because yeah all of the fine glass all of the fine crockery absolutely filthy absolutely black covered in mouse droppings all in an open garage that's been open by the looks of it for years crackers isn't it but yeah but then so, the, but the family's going to be the family's going to be over the over the moon now we have had we've had quite a bit of correspondence or people stopping you to chat as well it seems like i've done nothing all week apparently that is the case isn't it really tell me about you've had an email from um matt ball friend of the pod editor of the atg friend of the pod editor of the atg now apparently harry you and i may have mentioned uh, that the ATG screwed up our advert. Probably the wrong expression. We're probably never going to get an advert again. Sorry, Matt. Um, (laughs) And they put us in the calendar section as Yimbe auctions and left the L off. Mistakes happen. We know that. We were just having a little bit of fun. Bless him. Matt has taken the time 
to write to us. Evening, hope all's well. I'm just finishing a few pages for next week's ATG whilst listening to your excellent June the 11th podcast. Flattery will get you everywhere, Matt. Well done. That's absolutely <laughs> brilliant. It sounds like me, we made one L of a mistake. He's wasted as the editor of the ATG. Honestly, honestly. Comedy writing's where it's at. Watch out, Jack Whitehall. Matt Ball's on his way. <laughs> Ricky Gervais, stand aside. <laughs> Matt Ball is here. Sincere apologies. Where was that? In the calendar somewhere. Do let me know. Bless you, Matt. That is. A- Do you know what? We didn't need, but we were just, it's, these things happen. We, we know it doesn't happen very often, certainly with the ATG, that magnificent publication. But Matt took the time to write to us. More importantly, he's still listening to the pod. Yeah, so he is our listener. <laughs> he is our listener. Matt, love you. We've got to get you back on. We've got to get you back on in the next month or so. I know there's some exciting things coming down the line. So we must get you back on, Matt. Thank you for your email. No harm done. Very kind of you. Glad you're listening to the pod and get in touch. Let's get you back on to talk about things that are happening with the ATG uh, in the second half of this magnificent year. Now, you also had a lady, was it a lady who who stopped you to talk to you about the pod and the slightly more serious uh, episode? We've only done one of them, so I can't forget it. We've only done one serious episode, that's true. With Michael Baggett and Ivory. And a lady stopped yeah. you, is this right? Now, she, what, she uh, asked to speak to me when she was in the auction house. And I think she might, I think she was collecting some purchases or some or something like that. She asked to speak to whoever does the pod. So glad we're so memorable. <laughs> Absolutely, yeah. Which which of those clowns back there? Anyway, um, but seriously, um, went up and spoke to her. She said, I've been listening to the podcast, really like it, so thank you so much for that. We need our ego stroked on a regular basis. But yeah. more importantly, Mr. Baggett, as we know, has talked about the ivory ban, talked about what that means for antiques, talked about the loss of the heritage that is in this country of items that were being destroyed. Now, what was really, really lovely about this lady is she said, I knew about the ivory ban back in, what, July last year, and I fully supported it. Ivory's bad. Elephants are lovely, etc. And she said, I came away from that podcast listening, let's be honest, listening to Michael, not us, Mm. listening Mm -hmm. to Michael, and I came away, and I am now quoting, I'm doing air bunny things, and said, I came away from that podcast with a totally different perspective. A totally different perspective. Now, Michael, congratulations, Mr. Baggett. You are an orator and uh, you make some very, very fine points such that people in the street are stopping us and saying, that made me sit up and think and reconsider possibly my knee-jerk reaction to the ivory ban and understand a bit more about its far-reaching effects, uh, particularly on our heritage and the antiques industry. So great job, Mr. Baggett. I mean, that was a fantastic podcast and people have recognised that. It's fascinating, isn't it? Isn't it? It's really interesting. Mm. And I'm glad that our little uh, or our little podcast or whatever you want to call it is uh, helping spread the word and give people the opportunity to uh, spark a bit of debate. Absolutely. So, yeah, so correspondence has been good. 
We still haven't heard from our um, anonymous uh, dealer, uh, so he obviously isn't a fan of the pod anymore. Uh, God bless him. I have a gripe. We always like to wear a few gripes. Good. We Go uh, we clear a lot of houses, as you know, uh, between both teams, and we are at Windsor very busy. We've got several crews working. Um, we average about a house a day. It's not all right to cancel at 8.30 the night before. <laughs> uh, uh, hang on hang on i can beat you sorry harry i had one a couple of weeks ago a house clearance um in sidmouth the guy rang at quarter to nine on the day of the clearance to say oh, i'm terribly sorry we're not ready well we are the bottom line is, yeah, i know the bottom line is if there's some huge emergency talk to us of course no problem at all I mean, there are commercial ramifications, people being paid, that sort of stuff. Trucks being in the wrong place. Teams may already be heading in your direction if you do it so late. <laughs> however, however, just because you don't fancy a Wednesday and you really write like do it on a Thursday, that's not really grounds. Um, and also a phone call is better than a text message. Yes, text messages may offend. <laughs> or a WhatsApp at 8.30. Um, your little rotund auctioneer gets a little bit stroppy. And the reply that they type probably takes half an hour longer than you think, because the first one could not be sent. <laughs> yes, exactly. Fortunately, Harry and I both work with our wives, and as as everybody knows, and regularly we hand our laptops to our mm. wives and go, do you think this is acceptable? To which the answer is, absolutely not. We'll start again, shall we? Exactly right. So I've had a fun find this week on a more joyous note. Go on. A really nice client uh, rang us up and we did a valuation for them on a painting a couple of years ago. Years ago, And they found it uh, and it was being thrown out. We don't know why it was being thrown out. Uh, and it's a, by a famous Brazilian pop artist, Romero Brito. And it is appearing in our sale this month. Yeah, so you, you would actually, for the first time ever, the pod's going to be out before the auction, isn't it? Uh, so it's lot 390. His stuff uh, sells very well at some quite substantial prices. Um, and ours is a bit of a bargain at eight to ten thousand pounds. What sort of style of artwork are we talking, Harry? It, it's pop art, so it's real vibrant uh, ah. colours. And this is a Venetian scene. I think there's photos up on it on our social media, but I'll stick it on the gabble and the gabble as well, um, just so that people can see it. Really interesting stuff. Um, he's done collaborations with everybody. He's, there's a Bentley that is driven. Somebody's got this painted by him and all sorts of stuff. Um, a very very famous guy and yeah it's flamboyant it's fun yeah it's really it's really good stuff so that was uh, quite interesting so it's actually saved from being destroyed wow we, and what's the what's the estimate on that one harry uh eight to ten thousand something wow okay not a bad find not a bad find at all yeah not a bad find and and the owner has signed up the original owner who was throwing it off signed it off and said no you can have it it's fine i'll getting rid of it to the new owner who was working for them so it's all you know it's all yeah, it's really interesting so there you go so that was my uh so that was fantastic. one of my finds how about you what have you got can i share with you can <laughs> i love right so favorite email of all time wow appreciate yeah I, i've gone heavy i've gone i've gone strong on this straight away i appreciate that may have overcooked it however this is this is a genuine email that was received to info at Lime Bay Auctions, which is our, you know, people can send in pictures and they can send in. Can I just qualify that? Pictures of things that you would like appraised. 
ideally, not true pictures of your cat. Let's narrow, yeah, <laughs> that sort of thing. Although, if you want to feel, I will love huh. this. If you want to fill Simon's inbox with pictures of your pets, because we do have an amusing story about pets coming up in a minute. Um, coming if up, you, if you yeah, want we'll to, get to that. If you want to do that, please do. So what was the email address again, Simon? So the email, we've gone, we've gone hugely off-piste here, Harry. Come on, pull it back. I've got it. Go on, pull tell me back, about the man. email. Come on. Still so hot. <laughs> Actually, you're actually sweating, aren't you? I'm on a so pod. Hot. This is so what is wrong with you? Oh so um, I I won't I won't name her, but this is from Rachel. We don't know where she's from. It's not really relevant. I love this email. I love this email, and I'd like to know how you would like to respond, Harry. Um, good afternoon, which I think is a very polite, nice start, wouldn't you say? Love that. Nice, polite. Nice start. Nice start. Then we really get to the meat of the issue. I have an oil painting on canvas of the Mona Lisa. Pardon. Which I would like, which I would like to sell at auction. Now, hey, alarm on. bells, are, alarm bells are ringing. Right, or, or, hang on, hang on. I feel I'll let you respond. Got out of a ward somewhere, but go on. <laughs> I, good afternoon. I have an oil painting on canvas of the Mona Lisa, which I would like to sell at auction. Height is forty inches. Width is twenty nine inches. Good detail, worth putting in. Unable to read name of artist. Please advise. Sorry, what? <laughs> <laughs> I see. Is this not the best email of all time? <laughs> I have an oil painting on canvas of the Mona Lisa, which I'd like to sell. Height, <laughs> width, unable to read name of artist. Please advise. I know you're reading this email now. Have you replied to this email already? No, no, I haven't. Oh, I thought I'd. Uh, I thought oh, we're going have... for a collective response. We are going for a collective because. I don't want to upset Rachel because she seems because she's she's. Oh, I may have already done that. Sorry. (laughs) I mean, the signature does it say Leo Leon? Okay, so hang on, um, hang on, stop, 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 stop. Hang on, hang on. All right, right. We're composing an email. I've got my eyes shut. I'm looking into the heavens. Dear Dear Rachel. Rachel. Thank you for your email. Ah, uh, thank you for your email. Oh no, good, good morning, good afternoon, good evening, good morning. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, thank you so much for your email and inquiry about selling mm-hmm. your Mona Lisa. Yes, it would be a huge help if you were able to send us some photographs via email. Because <laughs> I think we say photographs, we may get something from Snappy Snaps <laughs> via email, so that we can help authenticate your painting authenticate what you mean pop over to the louvre (laughs) pop over to the louvre and just put it side by side simon i'm all in i'm all in if you are if you are rachel and you have got this painting and you want it appraised i'm all in if simon won't do it i'll do it send us the photos i really want to get involved and by the way, by the way, could we have a close-up of the signature just in case the Louvre in Paris have got it all completely wrong? It's really, it, it's here in Devon. How do you know this person's in Devon? Oh, I don't. You're absolutely right. I have no clue. No, oh, they have, there's no address. We're not going to out these. There's no, no, we're not going to. I think, it's, I, I think it is quite possibly the best email I've ever received. Great. Well, and I'm I, in. And I, th- I think we're on to something. I think this is this is going to be a coup. Matt Ball, get your... Yeah, get we're your going to need a double pay. We're going to need a double pay spread for this, I tell you. you. I mean, Matt is going to go crazy for this. 
the real Mona Lisa has been found in Devon. Slightly difficult signature to decipher. I'm on it. Right, great. Love it. Why do you get emails like that? I don't get emails like that. I get I don't get fun ones like that. That's that's just absolutely brilliant. I am Rachel oh, loving you know your work. What? D- listener, Simon likes that email so much he's printed it off and it's gone into a yeah. file. I've just seen it go into a file. I'm having it I'm having it framed and put on our wall. I just I don't know, I just loved it. Absolutely loved it. Best email I've ever received. Oh dear. Well, it's slightly one of the more cheery ones we get. <laughs> that don't start. You're on the rostrum. You keep saying you can see me. Stop. Yeah. Can you see me? No, we can can't you see, see you. We just know that you're leaning on your mouse. Stop doing it. Or when we make a joke saying it's a bit late to still be in your uh, in your pajamas, and then the lady uh, says, "Because I care for my elderly mother, how dare you out me on your auction?" <laughs> okay, Captain Crazy, back to work. <laughs> We just want to take this opportunity to thank the sponsor of this week's episode of The Gabble and the Gabble, which is Audible. They're offering listeners to The Gabble and the Gabble one free audiobook as part of a 30-day free trial through our exclusive link in the show notes. And if you can't choose which free audiobook to get, I recommend, and for those of our listeners who uh, obviously you've got an interest in antiques, why don't you get What Am I Bid by Philip Serrell? Those regular listens will know all about my uh, adoration of Mr. Serrell. Well, that sounds great, Harry. And if you fancy something different, Audible has the world's largest selection of audio books, including bestsellers, new releases, sci-fi, romances, mysteries, classics, and much, much more. You can get a 30-day free trial, including an Audible audiobook on us. That's yours to keep, even if you cancel. Regular price, £7.99 a month, renews automatically, and you can easily cancel at any time. Find the link in the description. So we do have news. There is, I mean, not only did Mark, our cataloger and valuer, join our Little Lion Bay Auctions crew, but we now have another, another new member of the team. Don't we, Harry? I'm telling this story. And it's your fault. (laughs) It's your fault. So, dear listener, uh, you will be aware, if you're a regular listener, uh, that I am a dog owner and a passionate lover of pets and dogs and all that nonsense, and I love having them as companions. Simon, not so much. <laughs> I think it's how we phrase that. And my uh, mother-in-law, who we Brenda, who does all our silver polishing and all that stuff at Windsor, we've referenced before, was in need of a new puppy. So I, we found, she found a breeder, and we headed off to collect the puppy. However, when I arrived, there were other puppies. <laughs> Entirely irrelevant for me, but yes, apparently there were other puppies. The whole litter hadn't uh, been sold as yet because we were in early because obviously there's a demand for dogs. So I videoed a particularly beautiful puppy uh, with the owners, uh, with the breeder's permission and sent it to Simon's family. (laughs) Mm -hmm. I'm enjoying this this conversation more than Simon is uh, or the retelling of the story and said, oh, wouldn't it be fun? (laughs) if you got a puppy from the same litter and it was all sort of in the combined family as we're all business partners together. To well, which, not for much longer. To, for which the answer from uh, Susie's, uh, Simon's wife, was yes, please. So I was in Reading 
<laughs> at this point. And Simon, as he's very quick to tell everybody, is in deepest, darkest, sunny, beautiful Devon. The following Quite morning, happy where... minding his own business. <laughs> the following morning, Simon, where were you at 9am? 9am, I was in Reading <laughs> collecting a poopy puppy. <laughs> Who is now called Pablo and is a massive part Pablo. of the Lime Bay Auctions team. So Pablo, um, named obviously in the auction house, he's after Pablo Picasso, because uh, we're looking for someone in Devon that's got one of them. I'm sure there's a few of you. I'm sure there's a few of you in Devon with a it's Pablo Picasso. It's probably hanging next to Rachel's Mona Lisa. I'd imagine it's alongside the Mona Lisa at Rachel's house. And Rachel will be listening to this and go, oh, I've got one of them as well. Um, so uh, Pablo Picasso uh, is uh, now our official auction dog. He's, not, he's just called Pablo. But obviously um, when he's on the mean streets of Devon, he's Pablo Escobar. <laughs> is that what it is? The mean streets of Devon. Yeah. As he's strutting his stuff through Lime Region, not Lime Region, Seaton and Beer. Exactly. Yeah. No, he's, he's, he's Pablo Estebar, the biggest drug lord in Colombia. I should tell you at this point, dear listener, um, this is a teeny tiny cocker spaniel. <laughs> little brown and white thing that is currently dismantling my office, my house, my home, anything wooden. But apparently the kids like him, so I don't know. And as I've said before, and I am a man of my word, we will never, ever, ever get a dog. And I stand by that, despite the fact that Pablo is in my house. So as you can tell, dear listener, I am a man of commitment. I will not waver until my wife tells me to. Oh dear, I have. I well, the reason why there wasn't a pod last week is that Simon actually wasn't talking to me because I got him a dog. <laughs> Yeah, if you listen back through the podcast, you will hear Harry constantly telling me the kids need a dog, the kids need a dog, the kids need a dog, and me saying we're never getting a dog. Dear listener, I now have a dog, which basically tells you how much control I have over my own life, which apparently it turns out is not a lot. I seem to have more control over it than you do. Well, exactly. Um, yeah. Oh, God. Uh, yeah, so, yeah, that's great fun. So if you are in the auction house at auction on auction day uh, down at Lime uh, Bay Auctions, do check out the new puppy. He is incredibly sweet. And they're only puppies for a little while. So, yeah, do, che- do check him out or pop in to see him. Should we put a picture on our Insta or something? Yeah, thing? we will put a picture. We'll put a picture on the Insta. I will take care of that because even though, dear listener, you are aware that Simon has been groaning and griping about his lack of social media access, uh, it turns out that even if you give him the passwords, teach him how to do it, he doesn't do it in any case. So don't no. worry about it. No, it's, it's the furthest thing from my mind, to be honest with you. Um, so I will take care of Pablo be going up there. Yes, yeah, so there are lots of auction houses. Uh, Bellman's particularly um, have a separate account, uh, social media account, which I think has more or as many followers <laughs> as their actual account, which is Dogs of Bellman. So people bring their dogs in to have their photographs dogs taken and, and to uh, run around. And, and I no, I think that's really good. It's good for the soul. And um, here's hoping that, um, although today's evidence, which we won't go into, um, proves differently that uh, Simon's probably calmer with a dog around. Not sure that that's true. <laughs> <laughs> oh, dear. Do you know what? <laughs> I, 
you know, I've, I've given up now. I've given up now. I, I held a firm course for a year and a half being berated not only by my boys, my 11-year-old and my 7-year-old, not only by my wife, but also by my two business partners in Windsor, <laughs> Harry and Emma. You've got to get a dog. You've got to get a dog. You've got to get a dog. And do you know what, dear listener? I caved. It's as simple as that. I caved. What, I can't, I can't uh, say anymore. I, it, will, it will come as a shock to Simon, but I have a WhatsApp from his eldest saying, can you work on a summer holiday now? You seem to have a better <laughs> success than we do. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, so uh, we've spoken about holidays before on the pod, and Simon's not had great success over the last couple of years. Um, so, But unfortunately, can't go away with a puppy. So hey, it's um, beach silver linings. And- Beach huts and beaches this year, um, which right. uh, even I'm not going to get involved in getting get you into trouble on that. <laughs> well, I think you're in enough trouble as it is, yeah. Um, uh, can I, my turn to have a gripe? Yeah, go for it. As long as it's not about me, I'm about a dog, but go on. <laughs> it's about a dog. Oh. Dining room tables and chairs, people. Dining room tables and chairs. Stop it. You're all getting rid of them. No one's buying them. Stop sending me pictures of your dining room tables and chairs every single day of the week telling me what wonderful condition it's in. It's dark wood and it's upholstered in some flowery pattern. It's a reproduction. It's got lion paw feet. No, it hasn't. It's got reproduction. It's a repro dark wood dining room table and chairs. You are not the only one getting rid of them. Everybody's getting rid of them, which means nobody's buying them. Please get a log burner and stop emailing me. So, Simon, let me tell you about a gentleman I met at Ascot who's a fan of the pod, who came up to me and has known you for a very long time. And he said, did you start the pod just so you can bait Simon and make him angry and then get him to rant into a microphone? (laughs) Uh, Well, that's why we got into business, isn't it, in the first place? Um, no, I, I have to say, I will tone it down slightly. Reproduction dining room tables, genuinely nobody wants them, and we recycle them all. Um, so oh. you are best to do the same. If nobody wants it as a donation, and it's a real shame, it is wood, it can be recycled, follow that path, because genuinely there's just no market for them. And, yeah, so get them recycled. Uh, don't tip them, get them recycled. That is the way forward. So I had an interesting experience this week. We found a piece of continental silver. Uh, mm. it's, it's kind of irrelevant what it was and all the rest of it. Um, and my eldest, Maximilian, was in... You, you can tell I'm out of the council estates now, can't you? Maximilian. Yeah, and I'm the one. I'm the posh one who went to school on the train. Mm. Yeah, carry on, yeah, exactly. Maximilian. Yeah, go on. <laughs> Um, was in the office and Mark and I were poring over this item and uh, trying to work out exactly what it was, what was it used for. Well, it's a bit like one of these, but it's not. It's a bit like one of those, but it's too big. It's a silver right. It's very nice, very nice. And we went away and a couple of minutes later, Max came back to me and went, Daddy, it's one of these. I said, okay, let me have a... And he showed me on his phone and I said, how on earth did you do that? Clever little fellow that he is, has discovered Google Lens. So took a picture of it, used Google Lens to search the entire internet, found out exactly what it was and presented it back to myself and my valuer. He's 11. I may have to put him up for adoption. Is he 11? Sorry, that's not all I'm taking out of that conversation. But, God, it's truth. I just feel even older. 
11. <laughs> mm, absolutely. <sighs> but how clever is that? Um, that is very clever. Google Lens. Yeah, it, it, it tends to be, it can be helpful. It can be a hindrance as well. It can send you off the scent. I agree. Don't use it for signatures, uh, particularly no. Chinese signatures. doesn't work very well on that and all sorts of things like that. Uh, coins, it will just show you every coin on the internet <laughs> half the time, uh, things like that. But yeah, well done, Max. AI, technology. It's going to be joining the family firm. Oh, does that mean I can retire? Nice. I think I'll be retiring first. So yeah, I thought I thought that was really uh, quite impressive. Uh, an 11-year-old's now using their mobile phones, modern technology. Modern technology, massive help if you're out and about in an antique centre, an antique shop, and you want to get the actual, yeah. if you're in two minds about what it is or all the rest of it. So that's a good thing. I tell you what, I mean, I see a lot of people using them, uh, the sort of car boot fares, that sort of stuff, uh, trying to pick up things that have been misclassified or a bit of a bargain and good luck to them telling you use modern technology the youngsters we've talked about it before they'll be powering ahead yeah amazing especially as we're always very quick to say blooming kids always on their mobile phones well i have to say our max is he's got an app to learn spanish he's using google lens to identify stuff he's playing chess on his it's not all bad people the kids of today not all bad just because they're on their mobile phone a lot that dog's had a weird effect on me. I, I, do you know what? It's exactly what I was about to say. I was about to say, you're right. Should I call an ambulance so, mid-record? I think, I'm, I think I'm having some kind of episode. Oh, there's a lot going on. There's a lot going on. And, uh, there is Simon, a lot going on. Simon, Simon's dealing with all sorts of things. And this is, uh, this is making him the person he is today. If, if you're me, you're slightly frightened. <laughs> uh, that's your time. Oh, wow. Love chatting to you, Harry. And trust me, dear listener, we are back on board now, back fighting fit and raring to go. Keep the podcast rolling. We've got interviews coming, haven't we, Harry? And we have. lots we have. of more inter- or lots of interesting stuff to tell you about. Dear listener, that was Simon's polite way of telling me to pull my finger out and send some emails to people who are coming on the pod <laughs> to make sure we've got some times together. Uh, good to see you, mate. And uh, chat to you during the week. See you in the week, actually, for auctions. Oh, it's auctions. See you on Friday. We've got two, three auctions. Yeah, see you on Friday. Three auctions. Oh, and by the way, thanks for the puppy, you absolute...